Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. This is James and Terry Kraft coming to you from sunny Southern California. Are you looking for an opportunity to join the discussion with two people who have traveled the real and vulnerable road of marriage recovery, ministry, family life, and leadership? Well, our hope is for you to journey with us through each episode into a discovery of what it means to live a faith-filled life in an honest, authentic, and unhindered way. So we encourage you to set aside life's distractions and stresses and get comfortable with us as we discuss Life Unplugged. Hey everyone, this is James and Terry Kraft. Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. We are so excited for everyone to be here with us today, and man, we have a, a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. You know, this morning we woke up and uh, we were faced with the reality of some challenges in our own city. We live in Thousand Oaks, California, and this last year has been a bit of a challenge for our mm-hmm. city. You know, we had borderline shooting where we lost quite a few people. Yeah. Uh, in that shooting. And we also had major fires that took out quite a few homes in our community where actually I was out of state, but Terry, you had to uh, voluntarily uh, evacuate, you know, to get out of here, right? Yes. It was very scary. And at the same time, be really just grieving for our city and for the precious families who had lost loved ones. I mean, it was, it was the worst you know, city tragedy that I could ever even, you know, think of amidst even this, this, this blazing inferno kind of, uh, coming and destroying homes. And yeah, it was, it was intense. It was intense. I know that one of the days uh, when the fires were hitting the hardest, you had to go over to an appointment you thought you still had and, and you were driving the girls, our girls over to a doctor's appointment, still trying to keep those commitments going, be over at the doctor. And obviously you don't want to be charged that copay, right? Um, but you went over in the inferno. It was completely black. It was, it, what was that feel? What did that feel like when you were driving over there? When you saw all of that, you've described it before. Yeah, it was pretty intense. You know, it was, we, we were obviously very safe. They wouldn't have allowed us to get uh, close to where the fire was. Um, but the smoke, it was a smoke. And honestly, you don't really, you can't understand it until you've been in it. But we literally saw this big plume of smoke, and then we were, you know, driving in it, and uh, just the smell. Everything was just kind of, you know, the ash was falling. It was just, it was surreal. It was yeah. really surreal. And this was a day after we experienced the borderline shooting. And I know, you know James, you and I—that um, was right before you left for a trip—and. We could literally hear sirens for 30 minutes straight, you know, coming by our house. And we knew that something had happened and we'd we were watching the news and it was unfolding before our eyes and, you know, precious family members, um, friends who lost loved ones. So, you know, our, our city has been through a lot, but we've also seen a beautiful expression of grace That's right. and, uh, our city coming together. And so this morning was, was a little bit different. Yeah, it was because, you know, you and I experienced that and we have an older daughter who had friends that were there, um, at the borderline shooting where she's been able to connect with now and talk mm-hmm. and process. Um, I have a dear friend who actually lost a son in that uh, mm-hmm. shooting and I've been able to connect and process that with him. Uh, and that was, it was hard. We cried together. Uh, we, um, just talked together and, and, uh, it's one of those moments where your heart is gripped, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, here are the realities, but we have three daughters and we have a family that, uh, we, we live life in our city. Uh, we're in 
different schools and uh, different activities and mm-hmm. events. And this morning, uh, well, last week we got a notification from the school district and, the, and our principal um, that we were going to have some protesters out in front of our um, school this this morning. Um, they're a, um, a protest uh, organization, a church per se, that uh, comes in and says that this this is God's judgment um, on uh, us as a city mm. for our sins and. And, uh, the signs say God hates people. And, and it's, it was when I got out in the car, I got in uh, with my daughter and and we're driving down the road Mm -hmm. and I told her, I said, Hey, I want you to be prepared because you're going to see things that, um, aren't normal. You know, you're going to see things that people are going to be, might be yelling, screaming, shouting. Uh, and when we got up to the school, you know, there's police everywhere because they have to create a safe environment. And, uh, we got, stopped by police officers, making sure I was dropping my daughter off, that I wasn't coming in to do something destructive. And I really was appreciative. I thought, I thought to myself, this is a great place. I felt like I was a part of something of a community that was taking care of uh, yeah. us as a family. Um, but when I s- pulled in, I saw these few people, it was like four or five people on the sidewalk with these signs that, that were pretty, pretty, um, um, uh, sad. I, I just, my heart broke for them, you know, yeah. because it said, you know, God, uh, hates people and it's the, the judgment on us as a city because of our sins. And, and I thought you, you really don't understand what's mm-hmm. happening here. There's a lot of loss. There's yeah. a lot of brokenness that, that is taking place. And, and yeah. so it was my heart broke for that. Yeah. And, and to not understand even a fraction of the heart of God and yet to use his name. And that was obviously very tragic. Yeah. My middle daughter, uh, she looked at me and she goes, this doesn't make sense. And now here's a girl who knows, knows God and loves God. And she goes, this doesn't make sense. This is not what God stands for. And I looked at her and I said, you're right. I said, so we have to make a difference here. How can we go on our school today or our workplace and, and make a difference to where we are? Mm-hmm. We have to be a representation of what real love is all about. You know, what real grace is all about. And so we want to respond with grace today. Mm-hmm. And so this is a difference. So it's something that we need to wrestle with because we need to help our kids and even each other as a family to dis- discover what does that mean to respond with grace with one another? Now we think of all the turmoil on the outside of our society and politics, business. It's just a lot of crazy stuff happening out there, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of crazy stuff happening inside the home too, you know, and we have to learn how to respond with grace in the home. That's right. And I know that um, one of the things that was really a neat expression to this particular situation in our community was there's a church that's basically almost connected to the the school grounds, obviously not affiliated with, um, but next to, and they responded with grace. they They opened up the church this morning. And they had prayer for all denominations, um, for anybody who wanted to come and just uh, spend the time just worshiping God and, and asking for his you know, covering and prayer. And, and uh, they offered to the students um, uh, the ability to park um, in their location if you know, the students were feeling um, unsafe. And they gave them you know, refreshments and just they responded. They yeah. responded. And that's really what we're about here at the Life Unplugged podcast is how do we respond yeah. to what's going on, not only in our homes, but our community with the love of God, with grace. 
It's awesome. Uh, yeah, we pulled up. We're driving by the church because they're literally 50, 100 yards away from the school. And uh, I'll just say the name is Anthem Church. Phenomenal. I, I this was really proud of them to watch them in action. And there's signs saying, you know, Thousand Oaks High School drop off. And it was as if they became part of the school district. And the school district talked about their partnership with them. And I loved it because they, um, in the notifications and communi- communication from the district said um, that their staff, the church staff, was going to be there to serve these families and students mm-hmm. that are being dropped off. And I thought, what a great response. That's right. I mean, in the midst of where tragedy and even just turmoil can take place in this environment, um, there's a response. Now, it was also encouraging when I dropped my daughter off. Um, yes, there were the protesters that were just being, it was, it was my heart broke for what was being said and the signs. And, but I drove down around the corner and there was a couple hundred students and, and I knew that they were going to be there because mm-hmm. we're very involved in the school. And, and so we knew there would be anti-protesters and, um, I was thoroughly um, impressed. I, I, my heart, um, I, I called you, Terry, right afterwards, and I said, I got to express this a little bit because I was moved a little bit by seeing these students. And, and their signs were, you know, you know uh, peace and love, but I also saw signs that God loves all. You know, and I saw people standing shoulder to shoulder. Their belief systems were probably all, uh, not connected, but they had a common goal was to respond mm-hmm. by grace. Mm-hmm. There wasn't violence. Um, there wasn't uh, anger and shouting and screaming. It was, we're going to stand together. Now, I appreciated that. Yeah. I loved what I saw because I saw people responding with grace. Now, you might not agree. You might think we need to stand up and shout and scream and so on. But me, I love that our life is an expression of grace. And it was so beautiful. That's right. That's so. right. And you know... Um, in Psalm 145, I was reading this this morning, just in reflection, you know, of this, um, this situation that was in our, in our city and Psalm 145, seven through nine, uh, says the fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everybody's lips. God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, but rich in love. God is good to one and all. Everything he does is suffused with grace. Wow. And you know, when we, when we, as a individual, as a family, we subscribe to that kind of grace, when we believe it, when we believe um, that God is who he says he is, and then live that out in our lives, then what we do is suffused with grace. Yeah. And so that makes a big difference, not only in our homes, but in our communities. Yeah. And isn't that what the world needs? Yes. So that's one of the encouragements we wanted to make today, because, you know, we were, we were just full face with the absence of grace this morning in our community, but we decided, no, let's encourage people that we can make a difference. Uh, one, one life at a time, really, when we live, when we live with that kind of understanding and we accept it and respond. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that lack of grace was accompanying that where I saw a lot of grace where I, I gotta be honest, when I was driving in, I thought, well, this could be volatile and be quite interesting. Um, but it was actually, uh, well done, you know, and I want to say to Thousand Oaks, great job, you know, of, of responding with grace mm-hmm. um, in that. And, you know, I, I was you know, on Instagram this this morning and I was looking at Dr. Henry Cloud and, and we're Cloud and Townsend fans. And and uh, we, I saw uh, one of his um, his uh, posts and it said this, don't desire to be right, 
desire the right answer, even if it doesn't come from you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, this is something that grace is wrapped all around it because do we really want this to be on the right? Like I'm right. You're wrong. Or do we really want to say, no, Terry, you and I need to get to the right answer here. Even if the right answer comes from you, not me or mm-hmm. me and not you, we work together on this to get to a destination or a place that we journey together as one. That's right. But so many times, and I want to make this practical in the home, Terry, because I think it's important for people to really apply this into their personal lives Mm -hmm. is because let's just start with our marriages. You know, how many times have, um, let's put ourselves out there here. How many times have I felt I was right and you're wrong? Oh, quite a few times. I'm I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Just kidding. (laughs) Yes. Many times. And vice versa. versa. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) When the mind stops, stops to think logically and we start to think limbically, limbically is the fight flight or freeze mechanism or fold. um, Mm -hmm. And that limbic system goes off. We dig our heels in pretty strong and we say, no, I'm going to prove that I'm right. No matter what I will speak. Uh, things that don't make sense. I'll just keep speaking and talking and talking until it's diffused or it blows up so hard that we have to separate Mm -hmm. rather than seeking the right answer. And that might come from the other person that I'm speaking with. Mm -hmm. And there is in that is just a deep grace that actually um, blends together this relationship with one another that no, we're on a journey together. Yeah. We're on a journey together. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really think that that takes, I mean, that takes a lot of process to get there. I know it sounds um, very easy, but it is so worth doing. And oftentimes we do, we get, we dig our heels in and we want to be right. Uh, We want to be able to feel this sort of validation and and justification um, when really vulnerability is the antithesis of, you know, sort of that stalwart response. It's, it's like, Hey, you know, I, let me ask a question. Let me ask for clarification. Uh, let, let us try to find the right answer. And it might be that we have to be vulnerable in that right. um, as we pursue that. I remember, and I, I chronicled this um, in, in our book, and you know, when we were going through a really difficult time and from our family you know, kind of responding to other people's response toward us that wasn't very grace-filled, you know, it was grace that changed everything for us. That's right. We learned more from grace than we ever did from anything in the, the opposite direction. When someone loved us, even though we felt broken. So when we're having an an interaction with our spouse or our children, it's, it's kind of like I, if I take that pause and I'm just going to encourage everyone that like breath in breath out pause, that sometimes is all you need to be able to, to take the, the moment reflection and say, what am I really wanting here? Yeah. Do I really want relationship or do we just want to be right? Yeah. And so that pause sometimes, some can sometimes really change things. Now, Hey, I'm just going to be the first to say I'm fiery. I'm half Italian. I'm passionate. I've had to learn <laughs> how to take the pause. Right. Yeah. And I know that, that you would say so the same I. James, but you know, it's funny because you know, we know now the language like, Oh yeah. You know, the limbic system is kicked on. That's when you completely, you know, your logic yeah. has shuts down. Yeah. That, goes out the door. That's right. The prefrontal cortex. So we kind of laugh. It's like logic has left the building. And, um, at that point you really can't do much more in the conversation. Yeah. But when, but when, 
but when we engage the, 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 the breath, the vulnerability, and we, we really basically allow God's grace to come in. Yeah. Well, there's where miracles can happen in relationships. That's right. And I wonder if, if there was a pause this morning, even with some of those people that were thinking those really just this, those, those messages of anti-grace really right. upon our community. Can we take a pause? Can we be vulnerable? Yeah. 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 When I was watching it, my heart didn't become angry at those people. Um, because I became more grace filled. I thought, Oh, they're misguided. You know, they're misguided in the way they are seeing things and how Mm -hmm. they even read scripture. I I just don't see Jesus that way. I don't see him operate that way. I don't see anywhere in scripture. And so I, I look at this as a time and opportunity, you know, to see how do we respond in the workplace, in the, our schools at Mm -hmm. home and even our marriages, um, how do we respond in grace? You know, we we are um, parents of three girls, and uh, we love our girls. They're incredible, um, but man, they are they're all strong willed. They they got a mind <laughs> of their own, and so I'm totally uh, girled out in my house. And and uh, but I have strong girls, and there are times when you would get one of the girls really to dig their heels in and man, they just want to prove their point. Mm -hmm. And even if it's completely out of left field, it's still going to prove the point. And there's times you're looking at them like you are so off right now. I have two choices. One, I can react and I can go there and fight and put my gloves on and I'm going to fight one of my daughters to the, uh, to the point where I'm going to prove my point and show that you're wrong and you're going to submit to my rightness. That's not a right word to use. That's okay. Uh, but where I'm right and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Or I can see and use grace and tap into that grace and be vulnerable with my girls and even us as a married couple. And we can engage, just like you said earlier, and ask the questions. Wait, 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 what's, what's the source here? You know, uh, we heard this long time ago. If you overreact or if you underreact, about a certain situation, it's typically not the real issue. Mm-hmm. If you overreact or if you underreact, you know, if you overreact, you blow up, yell, scream, throw something against the wall, slam the doors, whatever you got to do. Or if you underreact and you pull back, you go quiet and you isolate and you don't want to talk anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not really ever the issue that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You got to get to the source of that. And typically it's some kind of fear. Might be fearing, fearing rejection, fearing, fear failure. There's a fear that's wrapped around that. That's right. And so we want to get to the source and then allow grace, God's grace to fill it. Yeah. And to be able to do something special there so that two people can go forward. You know, Ecclesiastes talks about that, that two are better than one. I'm not here to eliminate people out of my life. I'm here to come alongside people. That's right. It doesn't mean I have to agree upon everything they say but I'm not called to eliminate them. That's right. Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of times we do, we, we talked about that kind of digging our heels in and, and oftentimes we forget that we can be, we can still be parents and have discipline right? and grace. That's right. And we can ha- we can be, you know, in a great relationship with our spouse and we can have a wonderful grace filled relationship, but we can also have boundaries. That's right. So I can look at my daughter and say, wow, that that's not a typical response. What's going on? Right. What happened today? 
And if they're not ready to talk about it and they decide to, you know, say maybe say, say or something or do something that's really against your family values or something that you've put forth in, in regard to uh, rules, um, you can still you know, give disciplinary measures, but you can, you can still talk to the emotion that's inside of them. That's right. The pain that's there. You know, and, and same thing with our, our spouse. That's right. You know, and I think that, Terry, is something we've been working on for years now is to create an environment of grace, you know, but it's also, it's just tied with that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. What's going on inside? Yeah. You know, many times that and Terry and I will be very honest, but there's times of conflict or challenge and, you know, uh, disagreements or fights or so on and so forth. We have to get down to the pl- point of okay, what's going on on the inside. What, what is happening that we're not talking about? We need to seek the right answer here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Rather than being right. And, and honestly, we, we, those of you guys who know us, I mean, honestly, we're, we're in process. We're working this out. I mean, how many times do we do this the wrong way? You know, yeah. I mean, like we'll be walking down the mall and like someone's upset and someone's two feet ahead and the others, we're a passionate family. You know, we don't have this down a hundred percent, but we are trying yeah. And we believe that we, we, when we take that pause and we respond with vulnerability and, and we know, we know the ways that God would have us, that there's blessing there. That's Even right. Even though we don't get it right hundred percent of the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. And I can only imagine what it looks like on the outside where people are looking at us and saying, wow, they're interesting people. Um, but I'll tell you, we have a very strong, loving family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just today, if you could walk away hearing this is, Take a step back. Let's not react to the situations that we are faced with at work in, in uh, just public settings or um, school or home or our marriage. Let's respond today. Let's respond in grace. Let's respond with one another. Mm-hmm. You know, because when we do that, this is what I told my daughter uh, when I dropped her off. She got out of the car and then all of a sudden that all the district administrators were there and all the sheriff and the police. And, and I, and I looked at her and said, Elise, let's let our light shine today. Let's let, let's go show what Jesus is all about. That's right. And she looked at me, gave me a big old smile, gave me a thumbs up and she was on her way. Then she's into her school with 2,300 other uh, students mm. to be a light. That's right. And that she can extend that grace. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, this might have just, you know, hit a chord. This might really, you know, you might have resonated with this this morning. We would love to hear your thoughts. Um, we'd love to have you guys respond. And if there's anything you guys want us to also um, tackle on the Life Unplugged podcast. But but our premise is that there's hope and you're not alone. So we just want to make sure that you're hearing that we do not have any condemnation for for anybody who right. hasn't gotten this down because we're right with you. Yeah. I think we're not going to get it all down until we finally exit this world <laughs> and then we'll finally get it all down. So we're going to be in process for a lifetime, you know, so you can actually uh, visit our website at James and Terry. It's T E R I. It's only one R dot uh, com. Terry, James and Terry craft um, at com. Why am I having a hard time saying that? Jamesandterrycraft.com. And so you can actually go there and you can meet us, connect with us. If you leave a message, it goes straight to us right. uh, because we want to make sure we have direct access. It goes straight to our phones. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be able to pick that up. So don't hesitate to, to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear of topics that you would love for us to cover. Um, we want to cover from marriage and family and life at, at, at large. 
And so meet us there. That's right. Okay. Well, hey, Terry, it was fun That's being right. here. I love doing this with you. I know that was fun. Yeah. Well, now we hope you guys have a great day. Uh, We will be back next week uh, here at the life unplugged. And uh, if you have any questions, make sure to go to our website, website at jamesandterrycraft.com. And we hope you have a great day. If you'd like to hear more from James and Terry, subscribe to this channel. Check out their website at jamesandterrycraft.com or find them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter.